I want to do like a motivation Monday. Do it. Like every Monday be like, here, motivation. Yeah, 100% do it. Bam. Yeah. You can literally get so many different structures of content down so easily. Like Motivation Monday. Um, you could do like a Thinking Thursday, like a Flipping Friday. Uh, not like this kind of flipping. Thursday but the thoughts. Other. Thursday thoughts. I like that much better. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot better. Um, and for like the first leg day, mm-hmm. uh, which will probably be... It might actually be the first. It's mm-hmm. Wednesday. Um, but I plan to like just take a video of me doing some barbell squats and I'll walk up, grab the camera and say, guys, don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. That's the whole post right there. That's funny. That's (laughs) that's fantastic. Don't skip leg day though. I have such a hard time with that. I swear. Me too. Um, (laughs) which is why I'm doing abs every day because having abs on leg day sucks. Also because why would you do something worse on a day you already hate? I don't hate leg day. Like they sucks because you can't walk afterwards, but I don't hate, see people say that they hate, hate leg day? people say that they hate leg day. Yeah. But I find the things that I like the, the exercises and the workouts that I hate, I actually love because I, I hate them because of the pain mm. and I hate them because of the lack of mobility and strength when I'm done, mm. but I enjoy it because I know I'm getting work done. Mm, kind of that extra, because kind of i that know internal motivation rather yeah. instead of the external motivation for yeah. it like it's like it's like the grind it's like an entrepreneur grind mm-hmm. like you go through and you know you work your butt off and at the end of the day you're exhausted but if you had a really productive day like that feels really good you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if you accomplished a lot like fantastic. going out and doing like retail arbitrage yeah. like we we've been doing yeah. you know you go out and you can spend literally all day you know getting like three hours of sleep going to different stores and picking up different stuff mm. and then you know spending so much time making the the ads for it and uploading it and shipping stuff but at the end of the day mm. you might be exhausted and you might be like all right i don't want to look at my computer anymore mm. every day but then you start getting <laughs> sales and you start seeing results yeah damn so do you think it that's more like internal um motivation as opposed to external motivation do you think okay and and that's played a lot with your like fitness yeah yeah so it's like um i hate doing abs i do Mm -hmm. i really do which is why i like it's it's been so hard to motivate myself to do it but like I spent, you know, the other day I told you I spent half an hour just on abs and just I got home. And I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> insane. It's gone now because, you know, it's day after. Yeah, but still. it's yeah. Two days after, I think. Mm. But yeah. So um, what's up? What's up, microphone? <laughs> it's like, nah, we're going right? to mess with you. It's literally just going to do what it wants. Um, but that's fine. Yeah, and that's that's honestly like the biggest thing that I don't want to do with like TikTok and with Instagram is not only get my name out there and stuff, but um, you keep going, you're fine. I think I'll, I think it'll stop. Yeah. Uh, so one of the one of the parts in the bio is going to be not an expert, just on a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of being like, hey, you don't have to look like a model. Mm-hmm to you know be happy with yourself Mm. uh you know i am just an average joe 
who likes fitness. Yeah. I am not super ripped. I am going all natural. I don't, you know, I don't care to take steroids or testosterone or anything like that. I want to go all natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my goals are different than the goals of other people. Mm. But at the same time, <laughs> just slowly creaking. Exactly. <laughs> slowly going to give me, are going to kill me here. Um, right. I'll, f- I'll figure out a way to fix this, yeah. but keep going. Um, and so what I want to do is, is help motivate people. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, um, like that motivational Monday is kind of sitting there like, look, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters health wise. It matters, you know, what weight you're at, but if you're overweight or you're underweight, it's all the same. Like the process might look a little different, Mm -hmm. but the main thing is getting out there Mm -hmm. and doing something healthy for yourself and, like I feel like that's that's a big part of like the the fat acceptance you know mm-hmm. situation, which mm-hmm. is um, I think everybody should be confident in their own bodies and stuff. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, being confident in your own body if you are overweight does not necessarily mean you are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so with like fat shaming and stuff, like if I when I go to the gym and I see someone who's overweight. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and instead of thinking, oh, you know, they're overweight or, oh, they're gross or like, look at this guy, like mm-hmm. making fun. It's for me, it's like, like, I, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Like you are making an effort. You are like, you're doing something healthy for yourself. Like mm-hmm. I want to congratulate them, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I feel like the, the whole like gym intimidation thing is, it's just, if people were focused not focused on themselves mm-hmm. and putting other people down mm-hmm. and making to make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. If they were generally interested in the health and well-being of other people, then that gym intimidation would be gone. Yeah, in a lot of cases, I think that's right. Yeah, um, in so many cases, but with the internet, with everyone being the new Instagram fitness model type of thing, and everyone. Yeah everyone posting that this is like their best life and they're always in the gym and all these great qualities without looking at the, Hey, like I just had three burgers and two slices (laughs) of pie because what the hell I wanted to, you know? Um, and only posting the best and everyone only seeing the best that makes, I feel like that adds so much to that gym intimidation as well. Yeah. And there's the other part of that, which is, uh, as far as TikTok and, and Instagram, I want to I want to come with facts. Mm-hmm. Like I am not an expert, and I will put that out there. Um, you have a lot of people, especially on Instagram, that pretend like they're experts, and they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have the expertise. They don't mm-hmm. have certifications. So I want to be that person that's like, look, here are some facts. Mm-hmm. Don't take my word for it. There's a link in the description mm-hmm. to. Athlean X's YouTube channel, Jeff mm-hmm. Cavalier. He's a certified strength coach. He is a certified personal trainer. He is ripped as all get out. Like, you know, and like he is how I learned this information and his information is true and correct. Mm. So if you want good information, if you want uh, to learn how to do things correctly and safely to see the results that you want, go follow his channel. Mm. Like, don't follow me, follow yeah. him. 
Yeah. And like pointing out stuff like that and like like shredded sports science. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's a lot of like bro science and stuff that just just misinformation that's bro out of science. Industry. Who knew that would yeah. actually be a word? Um, <laughs> it, it's it's a thing, unfortunately. It really but, is. Yeah, because you've got all these people that that you know have Instagram or YouTube and they're just mm. misleading or you know they like you see like people that you know. I won't name any names, but they'll like take their shirts off when they're doing, uh, you know, to, to show how ripped they are as mm-hmm. they're doing like barbell squats. And I was like, no, because you put yourself at a risk, especially lifting heavy weights to injure yourself. You can literally rip your shoulders mm. because if that bar slips off your back, that's why you want like a t-shirt. You don't want like a, a muscle shirt or anything mm. like that. You literally want a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. You want some kind of material in between the bar and your back because especially once you start sweating, that bar is going to slip. Interesting. So it's a safety measure. Interesting. You know? And okay. so, and, and there's a lot of people out there too that like, you might see a guy that is, you know, he's got an Instagram or a YouTube account and he's, he's just shredded. Does that mean that he has the experience and the expertise to tell you how to lose weight? No. Mm just means so for me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be instructing people on how to lose weight Mm -hmm. you know why Mm. because i haven't done it (laughs) you've lost a good chunk though no i haven't lost i've gained so i can tell i can tell a skinny guy i can tell a skinny guy how to work through hard gains Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um and how to gain some muscle and and how to become lean i'm not as lean as i was because Mm -hmm. i haven't been doing food prep but i can teach that because i've done it yeah because i have uh, I'm not an expert, but I have some qualifications because I've done it. Yeah. You know, and I've done it naturally. I haven't done it. You you see some people that, you know, they've taken testosterone and mm. that that's really bad for you because it also, you know, when you're taking testosterone, uh, your body stops producing it mm. over time. Mm-hmm. So then if you stop taking it, your body's not mm. making testosterone anymore. So I don't take anything like that. So I'm completely natural. You know, so I might not have as much gains as somebody else, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I can be like more long term gains. Yeah, I can be like, look, here's a workout program Mm -hmm. for you to do. This is I'm I promise this is going to give you gains, but here I am and I'm using a different method. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm. And that's out in the industry. That's why people are like, well, I did this. This is what you said. I did this and I'm not seeing the results is because they're not following through with what the person actually did. Because if the person's like, hey, this program, I promise you, this is going to help you gain weight. This is how I did it. But you're taking testosterone. You're mm-hmm. misleading everyone. Completely. So Interesting. Yeah. This seems like a more unique take on this. A lot of people seem to be in it because less because they like enjoy fitness or they want to um, help people, but more because they see the dollar signs. They see the opportunities. Absolutely. They see the potential for scalability with the internet and with social media. Yeah. Um, and they can just be like some the the body behind a business essentially, um, instead of having being the face behind a business and having that res- that social responsibility. See, having that difference. Um, but you seem to be a lot more focused on like like here's the facts. We're, you're learning. I'm learning. This is what I know. This is what I've worked was worked for me. I'll teach you what I'm doing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll teach you what I'm doing. I'll teach you what I've learned and mm-hmm. things that I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my form is not perfect. And you know, when I upload things and if my form is incorrect, 
I would invite people to and, and to, to correct me, and I've, I'm actually going to be reaching out to some of those YouTube videos, uh, YouTube uh, videos channels <laughs> such yeah. as uh, Every Damn Day Fitness, Alan mm-hmm. Roberts, Shredded Sports Science, mm-hmm. uh, you know, probably Athlean and uh, like Pure Bullfit, which are all four of those channels are ones that I have ridiculous amounts of respect for mm-hmm. that have taught me what I know and be like, hey, like. Everyday Day Fitness literally roasts people, and mm-hmm. and for him, it, it's he's a little more vulgar about it. Hey, he's pretty funny <laughs> he's about very, it. Very very vulgar. Hilarious. Um, I, yeah, I, I love him. Uh, but uh, you know, even Pierre Bofit, like, mm-hmm. uh, he's actually originally from Bangor, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he is a little less vulgar, but he mm-hmm. does do the. It's kind of like a roast. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, they find the their peers, and they're like, no, this is just this mm-hmm. is just bad. This is just nonsense. Yeah. And so I want to reach out to them and be like, hey, take a look at me. Like, you don't have to make a video about me mm-hmm. or anything like that. You can if you want to because, mm-hmm. you know, it's free publicity for me. But um, at the same time, like, I want to make sure that what I'm putting out is correct. And if mm-hmm. I need to change something, if my form's incorrect, mm-hmm. let me know so I can change it. Because yeah. like I said, I'm not an expert. I'm just on a journey. Yeah. And I still have a lot of growing to do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of humility. So I I think there's not enough humility in the industry because Mm -hmm. even when you have a lot of these people that are being called out and every damn day fitness, he does, you know, go to the extreme with calling them out, Mm -hmm. but they don't take it well. Mm -hmm. It's like you need to be able to, even if you're an expert, you can be wrong about some Mm -hmm. things. Maybe science, you know, the science behind something will change, Mm -hmm. you know. It's so interesting when you say the science because and like what you just said, there is so much science out there. Um, and this is really fascinating. There's so many things in fitness as well, very much in nutrition where there'll be two different studies done and they could both support completely different ideas. Absolutely. Um, and it's crazy. And I used to think everything was so black and white. I used to think like it was either right or it's wrong. And there was no, like possibly both are right and both are wrong. And maybe we're just measuring the wrong thing. And like, as the more of what the fitness industry has really shown me is that there is so much room for misunderstanding and so Absolutely. much room for growth. And like you never really, it's very difficult to know until you've tried. Yeah. And that's like, I, I was actually watching a video last night uh, by spreaded, uh, spreaded, wow. Shredded sports science. Shredded sports science. Yep. Um, and he was talking about Jeff Cavalier of Athenex mm. and his uh, body fat percentage. Mm. Cause it's, you know, he did a body fat percentage test and it said it was, he's uh, 5.3% body fat year round. Damn. But the thing about that, and that this is insane. one thing that, that, that he explains in his video. And he also says that, Hey Jeff, if you look at Jeff's video, Jeff explains this as well, mm. is that that doesn't necessarily, it's, it's kind of like, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's 5% three body fat. He, he might be six or seven. Mm-hmm. Like it's not an exact science yeah, because but it's right around that. Area. Yeah. Because like for him, he used calipers, mm-hmm. but, but each method is dependent on so many different factors. You have each method in and of itself with like calipers that can be affected simply by the person holding the calipers. If they're mm-hmm. doing it correctly, um, you have things like if you are hydrated, even some of the ones that it's like a DEXA scan. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you are dehydrated or hydrated, that can drastically change your results. Mm. 
And so what he was saying is, as far as body fat percentage, don't worry as much about the number. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your weight. Like yeah. if you weigh yourself in the morning and you weigh yourself at night, that can change drastically during mm-hmm. the day. They can t- change by 10 pounds, you know, just in water weight. Mm-hmm. So don't focus on necessarily the number in itself um, because it's like, it's kind of like you're, you're kind of close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like an average. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you can do is you can monitor changes of your body fat percentage over time. Mm -hmm. So if you take like calipers and you have the same person who, you know, maybe who knows, you know, how to do it well, Mm -hmm. who to administer the test well, and you have them use the calipers on you for each test. Mm -hmm. Um, while the number in and of itself might not be completely accurate, mm-hmm. the general procedure, the the procedure is the same. Yeah. On. So yeah. if you if you have this the test done and it says you're twelve percent body fat, mm-hmm. and then you have the test done a, a month later and it says you're you know six uh, percent body fat, you mm-hmm. can still see the difference in body fat even if the numbers aren't perfectly correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's really sweet. I'm glad that's like people are starting to see that like so much in specifically in the fitness industry right now, which is really fascinating to me that so much of this is speculation and there is so much room for errors and everyone because anyone can create a business nowadays and entrepreneurship is like the thing. It's the big deal right now that everyone is trying to be this expert when they aren't necessarily trained and there's so much room for interpretation so much room for misinformation yeah yeah and there's a lot of misinformation to but the thing is is a lot of people take information at face value especially like Mm. when i just came into you know i've I've only been working at hardcore for like a year Mm. literally a year last month that's crazy um and I've come a long way and I've learned a lot of stuff and I made a lot of mistakes <laughs> on the way. Yeah. Um, but a lot of that too, like when I first started, like I was taking everything like at face value, mm-hmm. but you got to look below face value mm. because like anabolic window, mm-hmm. like that whole, yep. like you have to ingest your protein half an hour or an hour after your workout or you are screwing yourself over for gains. It doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. You can't cheat the body. Mm-hmm. The body is very hard to fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, your body is very good at adapting. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't necessarily see, mean that there isn't some, you know, pros and cons mm-hmm. depending on, again, you know, uh, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like it, the anabolic window. If you have enough protein in your diet already, mm-hmm. the anabolic window it, it doesn't exist mm-hmm. because having protein an hour after you work out in that little time frame. Yeah isn't going to give you any benefit for gains for muscle, you know, recovery or, you know, protein synthesis or any of that while you have, you know, enough protein in your diet. Mm. It doesn't, it's not going to do that. It's like supplements. If, you know, with supplements, it's meant to supplement what you're not getting. Mm -hmm. If you're getting enough protein in your diet, if you're getting enough, you know, micronutrients, if you're getting enough, you know, vitamins, minerals, potassium, Mm -hmm. everything like that, in your diet, you don't need to take supplements. Mm. Mm. A lot of people don't really know about that. People think like, yeah. oh, if I want... It's, it's actually really interesting because you see this a lot in business as well. People think like, oh, I want this result. So how do I get this result? Well, I should just throw as much money as I can think of yeah. and get all of the little toys and that should get me the results. So in the fitness industry, that means I should get all of the equipment, all the latest gear. Yeah. I should get the latest um, like... 
I was gonna say jerseys, the latest like gym wear. <laughs> I get that get thing that shocks latest, your abs. Literally, <laughs> um, all of the supplements, you know, the highest grade protein, and they don't actually put in the work to show up at the gym. Um, or that's like f- much further down on the list. In the business world, that looks like getting all the courses, mm-hmm. reading all the books, um, literally doing, getting the logo, the name, getting everything done before you actually decide, okay, like let me actually put the foot to the metal and let's actually get this shit done. Yeah, and I mean, that's another thing that, uh, like you were talking about, they're out, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of them are out there for profit. They figured mm-hmm. out how to make that profit. Mm-hmm. A lot of that in the fitness industry is supplements, mm-hmm. and they overlook True. the like they they take things at face value. A lot of them, and they're like, oh well, this supplement does this. Like this supplement is like a hack for fat loss. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it's not. You can't mm. hack fat loss. You can't. You can't look and be like it's and true. be like today I'm going to target my belly fat. It doesn't yep. work that way. You can't fool the body that way. Mm. The body is very very smart. Mm-hmm. It's damn smart. It's surprising. It's smarter than yeah. your brain is because your brain is a small part of the body. Yeah. Um. And so That's an it's interesting a, it's, way to look at that. Yeah. So uh, what I want to do with these channels is I want to bring value. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to bring truth. I'm not here to sell you supplements mm-hmm. because if your new like nutrition is a huge part of working out. Mm-hmm. If your nutrition is on point, you don't need the supplements. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sell them to you. Yep. Cuz I'm not yep. using them. Yep. A lot of people out there are well, this is how I'm going to make money. So this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not out here to make money. I'm out here to speak the truth mm. and to show you the journey and and the struggles that I've passed mm-hmm. to help you with the struggles that you're in. That's so, what I'm out here. I'm, I'm out here to bring value to the people. Yeah. Okay. So with that, I want to know your opinion on a couple different uh, fitness things. Um, body weight exercises. What are your thoughts? Um, I think they're good. I think you can get muscle hypertrophy with them, mm-hmm. um, but you're not, I mean, everybody's different mm-hmm. in my opinion. And from what I found, you won't build as much muscle mass mm, okay. with body weight exercises as you would with lifting heavy. Okay. Um, body weight exercises for me, uh, personally, I found they're really good for strength and endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, even just like like pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm terrible. I'm worse at chin-ups. But I used to be terrible at pull-ups. But mm-hmm. now I have more endurance. I have more strength. Mm-hmm. And you're working different muscle fibers, you know, with that like you're um you know but when you're lifting heavy you're getting more you know hypertrophy Mm. you're targeting more for the power as opposed to just like the strength and endurance muscles yeah not necessarily just for power but when you're the heavier you lift the more you're tearing that muscle Mm. so the more potential there is for protein synthesis and muscle growth the heavier you lift couldn't you just tear that muscle the same by just doing like more reps would that or is that not uh, the same? you can do a point yeah okay yeah okay which is why i i said you know everybody's different and it depends mm-hmm. on what you're doing mm-hmm. uh but so yes so bodyweight exercises uh especially for someone who doesn't do a lot of workouts. Mm-hmm. Like I would start with bodyweight exercises, yeah. especially because you're going to start to see, even with bodyweight exercises, you'll start to see rookie gains. Mm-hmm. You know? So what about machines versus free weights? This is the, ve- <laughs> the one everyone <laughs> always talks about. Um, so I use both. Okay. The reason being is because yeah. uh, it depends on what your goals are. Mm. Um, for free weights, um, I like to use free weights 
especially for support muscles. Okay. Mm. Um, for my mm. knees specifically, when I'm doing uh, like uh, Bulgarian split squats, um, having you know the free weight there on the, just that one side allows me to not only just go with one leg and train one leg at a time, um, but I'm able to work on that, those support muscles. Whereas if I was just doing regular barbell squats, my knee could be dipping in mm. and you know, you're not necessarily getting the same support. Mm-hmm. Same with like uh, a, a press, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing a barbell press, you know, it takes support muscles to keep those dumbbells in line. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're on like a Smith's machine or even if you're just using a regular barbell, uh, you're kind of locked in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you're like, if you're using, you know, heavy dumbbells on a, a, a you know, bench press or a fly, even you can roll and all mm. this stuff. Like, like you can a have, lot more potential. To yeah. Really you can have imbalances from different sides. You know, mm. like I had muscle imbalances for my legs, especially, you know, mm. um, my left leg was a lot stronger than my right because of my meniscus tear and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, Free weights, especially dumbbells, allow you to train uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. What I don't like about free weights is I can't load as much weight. Mm. So I switch between them. Okay. So like uh, I do push pull legs, push pull legs. Mm-hmm. So Monday is a push day, emphasis on chest. So I'm going to do a lot of heavy lifting on chest. Mm-hmm. And then things like triceps, I'm going to do uh, free weights like dumbbells. Got you. Um, and uh, I'm going to go with kind of like less weights, mm-hmm. but I'm going more for, uh, you know, rep form mm-hmm. and I'm going more for strength and endurance. Mm. And then on Thursday, mm-hmm. which is the next push day, I flip them. So I'm doing heavy weights for things like triceps and then the chest. I'm working more on that endurance, mm-hmm. the the strengthening of the, mm. the support muscles thing. So I'm using dumbbells. Yeah. Uh, with a barbell, I can load on the weight, you mm. know, yeah, possibly, you know, uh, one and a half to two times as much as I could do with, with a dumbbell. Mm-hmm. Um, even just racking and unracking is completely different in terms of, uh, you know, dumbbells and barbells, you know, a barbell, yeah. you can just push up and sorry, we'll you're fine. <laughs> you can I just hope. push up. And you're good. Mm-hmm. And, and to re-rack it, it's right there. It's right if there. you're doing a press with dumbbells, you have them generally on your knees. You kick them mm-hmm. up. You lean back. Mm-hmm. You do your set, and then you have to get rid of them somehow. Some yeah. people just toss them off to the sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use the weight of the dumbbell, bring it down to my knees, and allow the weight of the dumbbells to help me get up. Mm. Yeah, sure I'm going to be doing abs every day before my regular <laughs> workout. It's going to be I'm hell. Going to be dying a little yeah. bit. Um, but that's what's going to get me to motivate mm. myself to train abs is if I put it before every workout. So you say motivate. I actually wanted to ask you this. Um, it's very interesting to me. A lot of people have a real difficult time sticking with things. That yep. seems when I've been kind of looking at why there's very little follow through in a lot of different industries. Motivation seems to be like more than knowledge, more than um, opportunities. From what I'm seeing, motivation seems to be one of the biggest most crucial uh, things that people are lacking and maintaining that motivation, maintaining that inspiration. So you've been doing this. I know you've worked out for years, but you've been really serious about it for the last year. Um, Even a year isn't in the grand scheme of things, not a huge amount of time, 
but it is a damn lot more time than 99% of the people out there. Absolutely. So, Especially where we're coming up on the new year. You got all those yeah. new year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. It's going to last what, 70 to 80% don't follow through. Literally. You know? going to last a few days and then everyone's going to drop it. Yep. Which is why I never, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like if I'm going <laughs> to change, I'm going to change whatever damn day I decide I'm going to change. Yep. I'm not going to change because of some damn calendar. Yeah, um, absolutely. But anyways, I could go on a long tangent, but I will <laughs> um, when it comes to motivation, what has helped you find that consistent motivation? Um, I mean, there's there's always going to be struggles, and there's days mm-hmm. that you know I I fail, and I, mm-hmm. you know I I won't go to the gym for a couple of days. You know, um, some of it's finding balance with mm-hmm. life, uh, like where um, you know back when I was working at Starbucks, it was you know I my schedule was all over the place. So sometimes I work out at night, sometimes it would be in the morning before work, leg day before work. If you're working retail or something, is ridiculous. Hell, uh, utter yeah. hell. Even biceps, because you're you know lifting heavy boxes off a mm. shelf, and you're just like, I am dying right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, yes. watch this box hit me in oh. the face because I don't have any muscle strength. Anymore. Nope, um, it's like I'd rather just get <laughs> in the face with all of this than try and carry this. Yeah. Box. And sometimes it's comical, so you know yeah. it works out. It's but, fun, but uh, for me, a lot of it is like at first when you first make the decision to do something, you mm-hmm. have a reason why. Mm-hmm. You got to f- stick with that reason. Like for me, it was, I was unhappy with the way I was looking. I was unhappy with the way I was feeling because I just felt like crap. Mm-hmm. I just ate junk food all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, I was skinny, you know, scrawny. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I would, you know, be playing with my nieces and get winded like that. Mm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 24. Yeah. Like this shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? Uh, and I've, I've had a lot of issues like you, you've known my past with my knee and yeah. my meniscus tear and, and I've had a lot of issues with that and just being able to recover and I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life now. I can, I can, I can't run long distance because mm-hmm. of my knee, you know, and the impact it has, but I can sprint, mm-hmm. uh, I can jump on a bike, I can do, you know, a lot of stuff that I couldn't do before because of my knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not only having that initial, why that initial mm. reason why you decided to change and sticking yeah. with that, but finding other aspects along the way. Mm. Like for me, I uh, just like every other, you know, guy that, that works out, you love the pump. Oh God. I love So the pump. going in, <laughs> just going in, you may look <sighs> like an idiot going yeah. into the bathroom and taking your shirt off mm. at the gym. Once you're done, I don't care man, who you are. Every does, guy does. This. It, it does something for your self esteem. Yes, it does. And I am so much happier as a person, mm-hmm. not just because of feeling healthy. And I know, you know, looking better mm-hmm. and, and, uh, being building that confidence in myself that I never had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, it just changes everything. Mm hmm. Like, like my initial reasoning was, yeah, I don't really like feel like I look good and, you know, I'm scrawny and, Mm. and I, you know, can't keep up with my little nieces. But over time it was, uh, it became a confidence thing for Mm. me. Like I have so much more confidence. I can look in my, I can look in the mirror and tell myself positive things. Mm. That is something that is huge. That's something I I also want to address on like motivational Monday is, is be like, like, Next time you look at yourself, I actually Mm -hmm. said this on, I I follow a group um, and it's uh, like an Alpha M group. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Alpha M. Freaking love Alpha M. It's it's, uh, the Alpha M Facebook group. Okay, yeah. Where a lot of guys are posting like, hey, like here's my new outfit. How do you like it? Do you have any critiques for Mm -hmm. me? You know, any ways I can, you know, uh, be better at this and, uh, you know, 
change yeah. up the shoes. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and some of it is, is, you know, emotional stuff like, Hey, like, you know, I've been dating this girl for a little while and you know, she did this or she did that, or I don't feel this mm. way. And you know, I'm not feeling right about this situation, like stuff like that. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So, so one thing was like this guy just talking about how like he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't feel like people are like, he's trying to take himself seriously. He's trying mm. to, uh, get out there and, and get stuff done. He's trying to do something with his life and he feels like people aren't taking him seriously. Yeah. Um, which I've been there. It's, you know, yeah. uh, he feels like people think he's a joke. Yep. And so one thing that I, I left the comment, I said like, if you focus on other people's opinions of you, mm-hmm. and this definitely goes into like the, the fat shaming and like the, you know, gym intimidation. If you are so focused on the, on people, other people's opinions of you, um, you're never going to stop chasing. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be happy if you are focused on other people's opinions of you mm-hmm. because other people's opinions change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the only way you're going to be happy is your opinion of yourself, which for me working out has changed that a lot because I, like I was saying earlier is the, the, just the confidence I'm confident in myself. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, stand straight, you know, I, I have much better posture than I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, but just having that confidence helps tremendously. Mm-hmm. And what I commented with that is I, I told him like the, when you look in the mirror every day, when you look in the mirror, I want you to say something positive about yourself. Mm. Instead that of thinking, alone. instead of instead of looking in the mirror, mm. like I used to look in the mirror and say, "You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Why are you the way that you are?" I feel like I'm Michael Scott right now. <laughs> 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 Why are yep. you the way that you are? Um, instead of critiquing yourself mm. and saying, "Oh, this hair is out of place," mm-hmm. or "My eyebrows are too bushy," or you know, I've got I've I've got pimples everywhere. Like you look at my arms, and it's just bad. It is bad, man. I've got like ingrown hairs and everything. Instead of looking at those flaws, I want you to look yourself in the mm. eyes and say something positive. Mm. I am smart. Mm. I am not a joke. That is so powerful. Because that is huge. That because is if so you're powerful. speaking, if all you're ever telling yourself is negative things about yourself, that's what you're gonna believe. Mm. If you're telling yourself that you are not a joke that you are smart that you're not ugly like those things not only over time are you going to start believing them mm-hmm. but they're going to become true in your life because mm-hmm. you're speaking them into your life mm-hmm. which i think is huge and that's been a huge motivator for me too and that's one thing i want to share with the world is like like we as a culture, especially in American culture, we are so wrapped up in drama. We are so wrapped up in shaming ourselves mm. when we look in the mirror mm-hmm. and with our thoughts yep. and shaming ourselves or, or shaming others to make ourselves feel better about ourselves, about the insecurities that we have. What we need to do is we need to not only start praising ourselves for our accomplishments and speaking well of ourselves to ourselves and you know changing the way we think we also need to change our approach to others like instead Mm. of like i was saying earlier when you go to the gym and you see someone who like when i see someone doing quarter reps at the gym Mm. i'm like come on man like what's the the point but at the same time yeah what's the point but at the same time i look at them and i say they don't know what i know Mm. Mm -hmm. because you know what i've done quarter reps in my day yep yep and I say, I swear I did them for years. And, and not I knowing. know where they're at. Yeah. 
or if they have improper form with something, I know mm-hmm. where they're at. I don't have proper form with, with stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. If I, when I go, um, you know, when I go into like the gym and I see someone that is overweight and they're jumping on like an elliptical, I'm like, this is where it's at. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, instead of, instead of looking at them and judging them because of the way they, they look, go mm-hmm. up to them and say, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't that just, would be don't huge. just speak truth into your life. Speak truth into their lives. That would be huge. I think that would change. That would completely change our culture. Completely change. That would change people's lives because so many people are, are they're missing that. They're not just missing uh, like gratification and stuff, but they're a lot of times like I'm a, you know, I'm a classic overthinker Mm -hmm. and I am an analyzer and everything. So Mm. uh, if people, like if I believe something about myself and mm-hmm. people aren't proving it wrong, I'm going to keep believing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have nothing to say otherwise. Having someone come up to you and just say, hey, like mm-hmm. like those glasses are bomb. Mm-hmm. Like they, they shape your face real well. I love the color. Like that that is my favorite Thanks. color, by the way. Thanks. I am very proud of these glasses. Like just saying it's something nice about dark that. dark blue. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And especially like someone who, like myself, I've, I've never been happy with, you know, all of the pimples and like my shoulders are covered and it's just horrible. Mm. Never been happy with it. Mm. But if I'm so focused on that, mm-hmm. I might not notice other things like mm-hmm. the muscle gains I've been getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or the fact that you can cut your hair on fly <laughs> every damn time. I actually got to trim it. Cause it's getting a little That's long. Hilarious. But, uh, every time it looks, I great. wake up and it's like halfway this way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so mm-hmm. just speaking some of that stuff into people's lives and it's just mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, it's like they're going through the motions and there's some stuff that they might not even realize. Mm. It's true. Everyone has their own internal set of beliefs. This is something that I've always tried to live my life by, at least for the last decade is everyone has these internal beliefs about themselves. And like, we're all telling ourselves a story and very rarely is that a positive story. Most of the stories, I think they say there's like, we think over a thousand thoughts throughout the day and between 60 and 70% of them are repeated thoughts that are negative. Like that's insane. Um, and to say, like, we're telling not only our, ourselves a story about ourselves, but about our surrounding, about our opportunities, yep. about those around us. And we're so busy doing that that we miss the fact that there are other people. We miss the fact that, like, right here, like, you are physically here yes. right now. This is. It would be weird if I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be. Um, this would be a very odd conversation. Um mm-hmm. But like it's the fact that like other people are standing right here and like this world is occupied by so many more people yep. than we think, more people than we see, more people than we know, more people than just us. Yep. And when you can go up to someone and enter into their mindset, their world essentially and be like, hey, you know what? This negative belief that you have, this thought that you have is wrong. And in fact, yep. you are actually amazing. You are strong. You are confident you are great at this this part of you is incredible and just to like break that belief is so damn powerful and that's what that's one thing that i've been trying to do a lot lately especially like Mm -hmm. i told you i was listening to um to that book yeah how to to, 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 to make friends and influence people freaking good phenomenal book. book uh and that's like not just talking to people about themselves Mm. um 
and kind of bringing that, you know, importance into their life. But um, now I'm trying to like, when I have the opportunity, kind of go out of my way and just be like, you know, give someone a compliment. Mm-hmm. Like I used to do that just, you know, with, you know, flirting with girls and mm-hmm. stuff. As you, you go up and you say compliment. Works but, exceptionally well. I mean, it does, yeah. but... If you're genuine, it works anyway. better if it works yeah. better if it's not only genuine, but if you go in without the, any expectations. Mm, it's true. It's so weird that's what I'm trying to do. And to break the third wall here, mm. uh, <laughs> anyone listening to this, I challenge you all to go out and even just for the next week, mm. just once a day, go mm-hmm. to someone and and compliment them. Mm-hmm. It'll do it'll do a world for you, and it'll it'll be the world to mm. them. Honestly, and I think literally, like I was saying earlier, if, if if everyone did this, the mm-hmm. the culture in America would be completely different. Completely different. And this is one thing um, that I absolutely loved about working at Starbucks. You and I both absolutely. worked at Starbucks for uh, like seven years there-ish. I was seven, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just shy of. Um, and like that is one thing that Starbucks did exceptionally well is they really cultivated an environment where you could connect with your customers, you could connect with employees. Um, it was absolute, it was, and it's, it's funny when you try and think about this, like a lot of businesses try and think, and how can you cultivate such an environment? And it is. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. I was Um, waiting for that. A lot of people think like, how can you make that, um, Right, like, how can you cultivate that where your employees will go above and beyond to connect with your customers? Mm-hmm. And one of the best ways that I've found, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, being at Starbucks for so long, and because because Starbucks does this so well, it's putting that um, what do you call it? It's putting that mission, putting that vision yep. in front of their employees, connecting Absolutely. what they're doing to the greater good, not only of the company, not only of themselves, of the company, but of the world, of humanity, connecting that. Every day that's serving that coffee to something that is so much greater than themselves. Well, that's like with Starbucks. I, I'm paraphrasing, of course, because I don't, I don't think I know the whole thing. But their yeah. mission is to, uh, you know, inspire and nurture the human spirit. Mm-hmm. One person, uh, one neighborhood, and one cup at a time. I think yep. it is. Yeah, you and almost like, nailed that. It, actually, it, it might be <laughs> just serving coffee, but mm. you know, for those who take notice, especially in the community, it's got a, a deeper meaning. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's. Yeah. That's Starbucks has always been very good at bringing value to their employees as mm-hmm. well as their customers. And that's that's one reason why I enjoyed working for the company. Mm-hmm. So do you have any sorts? I know I could tell tons of stories about this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but like, so what is some of the big stories that really resonated with you? Like that the fact that this was the mission, right? Like Starbucks was able to connect this mission to you what are some ways that that influenced the way you did your job i think the biggest turnarounds i guess you could say mm-hmm. was when you have you, you've seen it especially as a supervisor you've got that customer mm-hmm. that they had a really really bad experience mm-hmm. something happened something was wrong you know this is maybe the you know maybe another store messed up you know mm-hmm. uh it's you know things happen mm-hmm. um but having that customer, I've had customers come in that they were so angry they were shaking, mm-hmm. like literally trembling like this. You probably can't see the the camera, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that they were literally shaking, yeah. and uh, they being able to have them leave with a smile on their face, mm-hmm. that you know their name, yeah. they know your name, you know they're gonna come back mm-hmm. even after what happened. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
And like for me, it was always I found that uh, Starbucks gave me value as an employee to be able to give that value to the customer. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe I mean it's not really who I am personally, but maybe if I were in a different circumstance mm-hmm. and I didn't like my job, they didn't support me, I wouldn't care to give as much ten- attention to the customer. I wouldn't mm. care to give that much value to the customer and make sure everything was okay. Mm. You know, to make sure that they left with a smile. Yeah. So that that's that's huge. And even like, like one thing they always told us in training, as you know, is, uh, you know, the people that come in, even the ones that are like, they're a grouch. You know what mm. I mean? They're, they're just mean. They're rude. They might be, you know, they're like, they make your day hard. Yeah. But at the same time, looking at them, you don't know what their day has been like. Mm. I had one guy that came through drive through at one point, and uh, I actually stayed and talked to him for a couple minutes. But, uh, and he came through drive through and I asked him how he was doing. He's like, "Do you actually want to know?" I'm like, "Yeah." When like, they ask that question, like lay it on me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I've been in and out of the doctors and stuff." Like, and I just I took a you know a minute to just connect with the guy mm. and talk to him as a person. Mm. And that was like huge for him. And he like seemed very, very relaxed when he left and he like, th- you know, thanked me and stuff. And that that's huge to be able to impact people like that. You know what I mean? Mm. And to just be generally concerned with people, with how they're feeling, with how they're doing, with what's going on in their lives. Mm. Um, because a lot of people are like, well, why would you care? Why should mm. you care? Why do you care? Yeah. And they, it, it's, it's sad to think that in this day and age, that is our culture that people don't care. Mm. It's very true. And it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like that's, I think that would be a huge culture shift if people were just started caring about other people and being generally like, I feel like it's uh it's kind of a, a norm to be like, you know, Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Are you actually asking the question? Yeah. It's the typical, what they call the Southern hospitality type of mentality. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, How you doing? Good, good. Okay, cool. Bye. Well, I feel like, like I've had like, times where, where I literally like people say, how you doing? And then just keep walking and they yeah. don't even look at you after the fact. They just yeah. say, how you doing? <laughs> and they're gone. gone. And it's just like, you didn't even ask me that. Like you're just, it, you're going through the motions. Yep. You're not, you, you're not invested in, mm-hmm. in, in me mm-hmm. and taking the time and being like, Hey, I actually asked that question. I do yeah. want to know you are worth my time. Mm-hmm. Laid on me. Yeah. And like if, if businesses could understand that, like Absolutely. if you, when you invest in your employees, what you're saying is they are worth your time and what they are going to do is go out to their customers, your customers yeah. and say, you know what? My boss says I am worth his time. And that means that you are worth my time and you are worth caring about. And this, we can have this connection. And that is so important. You develop passionate customers easily by doing that. Like who does not want to frequent a business where the person knows them by name? They know what they want. They know their preferences. They know their history. They check up and see how their week is. Like who does not want to visit, consistently visit a place like that? And that's something Starbucks has always done very, very well is that mm. they do have that return. Like they, they have that return customer, but mm. at the same time, uh, the customers that come in love the passion of the employees for what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what, that's one of those things that builds those lasting connections mm. is, you know, if you walk into a place and the guy's just like, Oh, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not, 
no it's like, not gonna last nothing it's just not, you don't get yeah. that connection yeah. as if you you know you walk into a starbucks and like there's someone like ben <laughs> who yep. is like seems like he's on 20 shots of espresso but that's just his personality all day long loves, all day long loves what he's doing you know yep. it just just loves everyone and like you build that connection like yep. instantly they stand out yeah you know and that's that's huge mm. you know yeah it really is it really is it's absolutely monumentous and like um, we were talking about earlier like uh like gary v always says i'm um, paraphrasing of course is that you know all business owners want their employees to work as hard as they do they mm-hmm. want their employees to care about the business as much as they do it's not gonna happen Mm-mm. but you can get closer mm-hmm. if instead of focusing on the business focus on your employees mm-hmm. because the employees are the business literally and like through that since star when starbucks has done that I personally have developed some of my best friendships in my life Absolutely. through Starbucks. Yep. Not only uh, employees, which you would think that's fair. Okay, you were working there for seven years. Yeah. Yep. But like I worked at 12 different stores in seven years. <laughs> um, at least 12, actually. <laughs> I lost count at that point. Like, And like from Texas to Maine, I worked at like over 120 people under me. And like a lot of my friends, yes, were coworkers, of course. But they have become, the customers have become my close friends. Like what other business, what other industry, what other company can say that their employees and their customers become friends after and while the employee's there and after they leave. And to think all of that and we give them coffee. That's literally all you think. Like that's all we do. Like that's all as far as a business. That's all it seems we do. Yeah, honestly, with with like Amazon and all this, like all the online shopping mm-hmm. and stuff, that's the that's the biggest reason, mm. in my opinion, that brick and mortar is still a thing. Mm-hmm. It's that human connection is because of the human connection. It's the only reason. If you want to survive in the next 30, 40, 50 years, yep. minimum, if you want to survive, just survive, then you need to develop that human connection yep. that with the internet, everything will be taken over. You need that or else you will not last. Especially as you're growing as a company because yeah. you're not necessarily going to be always the face of the company. No, it's true. So you want the people that are actually interacting with your customers to give the customers the same value mm. that you would give the customers. Mm-hmm. So you, the more value you give your employees, the more you care about your employees, how they're doing. Mm-hmm just even emotionally, mm. you know, and like, like if they come in and they seem a little sad, like address it, mm-hmm. like talk to them. Don't be afraid to talk to them. It makes you more human as a boss. So they don't just think of you as a tyrant yeah. who writes their, their bare paychecks, but it's going to raise the value of your customers mm. just like that. Just mm-hmm. like magic, like no ad campaigns, no, you know, YouTube, you know, advertisements or billboards or anything. Mm. The value to your customers is going to increase and uh, you're going to have more return customers because of the value you put in your employees. Mm. And also your employees are going to go out and acquire you customers and mm. other employees because they're going to be speaking well about you. Absolutely. So before, because we got to wrap this up, but Absolutely. before we do this, um, one last question is, I want to hear a story from your life personally um, regarding oh, this. Gosh. So what <laughs> is a, um, do you have any, like any story that stands out where because of the value or the connection or like the way that you felt through Starbucks because of how management made you feel that you were able to connect with customers more to bring that value to them. Uh, 
Well, personally, first off, I would say that if it wasn't for, uh, you know, having some of the managers that I did, mm. um, I wouldn't have lasted as long as Starbucks. Mm. Um, I, I'm an INFJ, yeah. you know, so yeah. uh, talking to people has never really been my strong suit. Um, and uh, especially being in a supervisor role, you know that, you know, th- there were times where I was hated throughout the entire store because, you know, I didn't communicate well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a stickler for the rules and, you know, that's just mm-hmm. the way it was. I was more of an enforcer. Uh, but having the managers that I did that cared about their employees, not just in work, but outside of work too, mm-hmm. uh, is is monumental and and that's that's changed me for the better and that's helped me be able to you know not just be criti- not be critical about someone but to go up to them if they're doing something wrong and be like hey like do you know the reason why we do this mm. like what is your understanding about this because and and changing up the way that I think and instead of being like you're wrong you're not doing this right mm-hmm. it's like well you might not know any better mm-hmm. who knows you may have had a trainer that like I've seen trainers on their last like they're training someone on their last day. Hmm. That's always a horrible. I, I've idea. literally seen someone that was talking to customers instead of training. They were supposed mm-hmm. to be training someone on bar, and they were just talking to customers the entire time. And the person was just standing there, mm-hmm. like didn't learn anything except how to talk to customers. Yeah. Um, and so, like you, you see that. So sometimes mm-hmm. they're not trained correctly. So coming at it from a different pr- perspective, coming at it from a different point of view, mm-hmm. uh, for someone like me is a skill to be learned. Mm. Uh, it is not natural. Mm-hmm. And so I have now acquired some of those skills because of the uh, time and attention and value that my higher ups have given mm-hmm. me. Do you have like a specific situation? I know I'm trying um, to think of one. I'm yeah. being kind of vague. Um, well, I can say one particular situation. It w- didn't necessarily involve me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happened is one of my coworkers uh, had recently uh, broken up mm-hmm. with her boyfriend at the time. And uh, he, you know, he was kind of abusive and, and stuff. And so uh, she was trying, I don't know if she was trying to move out of his place. I believe it was moving out of, out of his place um, and getting stuff from there. But my boss at the time went on his day off with her and one of the other supervisors to that place and helped her move. Mm. That's not what a boss does. No. Most bosses don't do that. Most no bosses, other they clock out and it doesn't matter. You know? Mm. But this boss, no, he cared about his employees to the fact that he went out of his way to, mm. to help her move. Yeah. You know? Not only to help her through and this And to keep her time, safe. Exactly, you know what I mean? It's like that to actually show that you care. Yeah. And even when I left, you know, the same manager, uh, you know, your years later was like, Hey, you know, when you get another job, let me know. Like, I want to know you're doing well, you know? Yeah. Like just that, like, um, I left on a, you know, a good note, Mm -hmm. a decent note. Um, there was a little bit of struggle there at the end, but, but still like having that and, and being able to, even after, you know, running through some trials and tribulations and stuff like that, being able to look at him and have the same respect. And like, we still have that connection even through all the things we've been through over. I've worked with him for five years. I think mm-hmm. I've worked underneath him as a manager. Like uh, you go through a lot in that time. Mm. And so still being able to have that respect. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you go through. You can sit there and be like, Hey, I generally care about you as a person. Let me know how you're doing. You know what I mean? And Amazing. That's, 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 that's huge. 
Yeah. So I know it's not necessarily an example that's specific to me, but that's just the first no, one that came to perfect. my head. that's perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us yeah. here. Who's us? <laughs> <laughs>